What's up, y'all? We back another hey. week. Hey, 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 hey. Wow, is the year like about to be over? We got two more days wow. before 2019 is out of here. Wow. Out. 2019 was a tough year for me. Yeah. That it was this year it was knocked me the hell out. Just one of them years where loss of family, dealing with family, family issues. It's been crazy. But, you know, the highlight of twenty nineteen is we started this podcast. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool thing to round it off. Of 2019 going into 2020 Big things popping for this Cuss and Discuss podcast in 2020 Want to thank everybody for tuning in Watching, liking the page, following, subscribing You know, I appreciate y'all All the fans out there in Cuss and Discuss land So we're going to go on and kick it off Yo, 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 what's happening, my people? It's the hottest, but at the same time, the coldest podcast on earth. The Cuss and Discuss podcast. If you enjoy listening to thought-provoking, intellectual, adult conversation, then the Cuss and Discuss podcast is for you. Check us out. It's your man, Barry the Alpha Male Wallace. We got Lori Fearfully Made Wallace. And we got my man, JJ. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Y'all ready? We ready. I'm ready. What's going on, y'all? Everybody out there in Cuss and Discuss land, appreciate y'all watching and listening. It's your man, Barry, the Alpha Male Wallace, and we got Laura Fearfully May Wallace in the studio today. But we don't have Mr. J.J. Joyner. Jay, where the hell you at, Jay? (laughs) No, we know where Jay's at. No. Jay could not be with us due to family. Family issues. Yeah, just again. You know. Um, there's been a loss. There's been a loss, yeah. So the joiners. And so we y'all get well. condolences out. We love y'all. Uh, sympathy and um, our hearts and prayers are out to you, brother. Goes out, brother. Appreciate you. Now, what I want to get into, we got two more days in 2019. And so I was looking up at the Shade Room page the other day, and <laughs> they have given their votes on... Kingship and queenship, so to speak, in 2019. So <laughs> they got. So they, you can see it playing in our background on yeah, our screen here. If you look at the screen, you know, <laughs> they have 50 the petty king. 50 cents. 50 is cent. named the petty king. 50 Cent Mary is the petty king. Queen of R&B. Mary J, Queen of R&B. Uh, I guess. You 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 agree with that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, let's see who else they got. They got uh. Oh my! Oh gosh. Lord! King of fertility. <laughs> king of fertility. Yep. Your boy. Wow, unbothered king. That is so true. Unbothered king. Amarion. Definitely unbothered. Unbothered. Unbothered by what he is. Usher. What was the last hit Usher dropped besides herpes? I mean, besides Uh -uh. 
uh-uh. you know, um, I don't know. What was the that, last Usher? But but that proves how bad R and B is today. The queen of finesse was the girl that handled uh, Tanya Payne, <laughs> the editor Unpro- of the Shade Room. Unproblematic queen, Sierra. Sierra. Unproblematic. What does that mean? I mean, she ain't, she don't have no problems. She ain't got no problems. She don't have no problems. <laughs> None. Every time you she, see Sierra, she's smiling, she, living, she glowing. She, she living real good. She living real good. Thanks to Russell. I, I, that's 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 Russell. That's yeah. Russell. That's a Russell one. Russell Wilson, shout out to Russell Wilson for elevating Sierra as as well as he has in twenty nineteen. Yeah. But your your boy uh future, King of Fertility Future, come on now. <laughs> Let's, why, why is, and that's one thing that we need to stop doing in, in black America. Stop depositing seeds and moving on. Depositing seeds and moving we're on. We're not building families. We're not building homes. We're, we're not. We're not doing that in black America. And, and we need to change that dynamic. That definitely needs to change. But what, what I wanted to ask you. Who, hey, Mr. Russell. He said, hey, family. Mr. Russell, what's going on, man? What's going on? What I wanted to ask you is, who in the Hispanic world do you see in 2019 that has made an impact or has stood out to you? Um, for me, this year is Yalitza Aparicio. Okay. And she is the Mexican actress who won the Oscar. Who's in the indigen? In, you know, I'm Mexican, so it's all right. Indigen, I can't pronounce. It. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, indigenous. Uh, yes, indigenous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She is a um, actress who started from the bottom, and now she's here. Wow. Literally, wow. totally. Her mom uh, made sandals for a living. And she would go and sell these sandals. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, I'm about to cry. She took her mom with her to the red carpet. Oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And that was her plus one was her mom. Right. And she told her mom, thank you for the sandals. Right. Wow. To to see just that appreciation, to see how she didn't take what life was handing her to her, mm-hmm. her situation. Mm-hmm. She rose above it. She got an Oscar. She's the, she's the second Latina to ever receive an Oscar. The first one was Selma Hayek. Right. Um, I, well, maybe Selma was the second and now she's a third. I, I can't remember the first one. Um, pardon me, uh, pardon my Latinos, Latinos for, uh, pardon me for not remembering. Um, but, um, we, we don't, we don't make headlines like that. Right in in cinema, you right. know, and right. and she did. So she's the one that definitely stuck out to me in 2019. Right, she kept it real, kept it trill. That's right. Well, for me, in, in Black America, yeah. I can say who, who was yours. Well, Lizzo, Lizzo was on the cover of Time magazine. Lizzo has had a bang out year 2019, uh, but I, I got to tip my hat off to 50. 50? 50 cent, yeah. Used to pay 50 cent. Yeah. The shade room nominated him, because Petty we, King. Because between him and Tina Marie, I mean, whatever her name Tiara is. Tiara Marie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a plethora of people owing him money and him collecting. 
<laughs> and being petty while collecting. But Fifty Cent has went from. There's been some high school people that went to school, high school with Fifty, and they were like, "Hey, yo, Fifty, you you let me borrow five dollars to buy Happy Meal. I'm, I want to pay you yeah. that money. Don't come for yeah. me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But people was calling him saying, "Yo, I got twenty dollars." <laughs> I got that yeah, I got that twenty, bro. <laughs> but Fifty has went from living in his grandmama basement to producing a TV show for ABC that's coming out. It's called uh, what's the name of this show? The 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 one by going to the Four Life, the Four Life on ABC that is executive produced by Fifty Cent. They've been shading him on the Emmys. They've been shading him on the awards. Power hasn't. Yet to receive an award, and you he's, think Power should receive an award? Oh no, no. <laughs> Let's flush the toilet too. Hell no, Power. Y'all know what it is. All my Power fans out there, Tyreek boy. But Fifty has Fifty did his damn thing this year. Hats off to you, my and brother. Mr. Russell said, "What does Lizzo do?" <laughs> she sings. <laughs> she is entertainer of the year according to Time magazine. Yeah. She entertains. Entertainer, she entertains. <laughs> but I got a little news for you. What's the, that? The education department has rejected five fifty-three thousand three hundred and thirty-nine of the fifty-four thousand applications for its loan forgiveness program. That's some bullshit right there. So you mean to tell me 54,000 people applied for loan forgiveness and they rejected 53,339 of them. So only 1,000 people got loan forgiveness. Basically. Wow. And I wonder how many were black you, Were you in that in that pool of the 1,000? No. No. No, I was in that pool. That, I was in that pool that got scammed. <laughs> Cause you got all these other loan people out here, forgiveness people who trying to get you to say, "Hey, you sign up with us, we can get your loan, student loan forgave, forgiven." When all they're doing is consolidating your payment, and now you owe them. <laughs> well, we're gonna take it off your credit. They lying, y'all. Y'all don't be doing that. Don't do that shit. They lying. Wow. I I, I was wondering, was it a real? And then they try to put Obama's face on it. Stop. They did. Really? Yeah. In other news, a trapeze artist with diarrhea Stop. shits on 23 people. God. Literally. Wow. So if y'all know what a trapeze artist is, those are the people who they get up on those little bars and they swing and they do flips and they skip and do all that other shit. <laughs> a trapeze artist. Well, can you imagine being at a show? Yeah, having a drop of oh my god, and it's brown. You don't know if it is brown. You don't know what just hit you. Yeah, but if you had diarrhea, why would you get your ass up there and try to perform? And you're moving, and your stomach is just Ooh, bubbling. And did you take the emotion? The emotion made. Did you take the Pepto Bismol? We need we need some endorsements for those like did for you, those promotions. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 was the Belgium circus, and the trapeze artist shitted on twenty three people. Wow, I'll be <laughs> damn, that's I'm, some crazy stuff. 
In other news. Right. Y'all know everybody's been getting on Oprah. <laughs> Mr. Russell said, holy flying shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's a good circus trick. <laughs> Make shit fly, huh? All kind of shit was flying in there. Oh, everybody's been getting on Oprah because she's been coming after only black men who have been accused of sexual misconduct. But no Harvey Weinstein interview, no Harvey Weinstein uh, documentary. It's now she's about to do one on Russell Simmons, and it's it's going to come out, uh, I believe, in January. And she had the big interview with Michael Jackson's accusers and family. She did I the Michael I Jackson. Watch that. I don't want to watch it. I do. I want to hear what the alleged victims have to say. Man. You know, I, I I guess, but it it does make you go, hmm. Why is she only doing documentaries on black men? Why haven't you did the Harvey Weinstein? Why haven't you did? It's so many other guys. The guy that used to do Good Morning America or whatever. But uh, anyway, that's 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 something I'm that. For Oprah. Oh, Oprah, that's my girl. You know, I love you, Oprah. I love you, but people got a point. You know, why are you only doing these documentaries pertaining to black men misconduct? And there's a lot of white men out here that's that's mis that's mis that's mis uh using their power. In other news, City of Dallas has dismissed uh the civil suit from the Botham Gene wrongful death case. So the Botham John family Is it Botham had a or Botham? Botham. Botham. Both them John family had a, a civil suit wrong for death against the city of Dallas. Mm. And rightfully so, but it's been dismissed. What? They dismissed it. They did not grant I I I don't I don't understand why they wouldn't grant that. Uh she should whether she was on duty or not, I don't give a damn about that. You know. I don't know if that was the technicality. Was a public official. Yeah, that but worked for the city. She was off duty. It doesn't matter. That's what She's I'm saying. A public like official that works for the right. city. Yeah. To, for y'all to dismiss that, that's like, come on, man. Mr. Russell, going back to Oprah, said she's just doing what her handlers tell her to do. That's why she's not doing it. Handler. But that's why you started your own network. So you control everything. You do what you want to do. You put out the content that you want to put out. Man, handlers. Ain't nobody running Oprah. You don't think so? I don't think. I, I, I Oprah's think Oprah's being run by a board. Believe that. Well, yeah, her network. Yeah, there I, is a board involved, and okay, she, there is a power that she can't quite surpass. Her name, her brand, but t- it, they're still in in that public yeah. sector. There's still some level of. I don't. I don't understand it. I. I. I am. <laughs> God bless if I'm ever ever able enough. God blesses me to start a company, mm-hmm. and that company grows and becomes largely successful. Mm-hmm. There will be no board form to control what I'm what I but build. If you're, if you're I go, built that company. If you go public, you have to. Right. Well, I won't be going public. Anyway, <laughs> you ain't, another conversation. Yeah, I ain't. Another I ain't you, you're not gonna control something yeah, I built. Welcome, you're not gonna welcome, do that. Welcome to our bedroom talk. You're not gonna control <laughs> something that I built. You're not doing that. <laughs> Shh. All right. 
Next news. Was that it? That's it. Wow. So we're going to transition off into meeting in a ladies' room. Dun, 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 dun. Meeting in the ladies' room. By your girl, Lori Fearfully Mae Wallace. Yeah. Is today meeting in the ladies' room? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, because you talked about <laughs> Mr. Wilson, Pastor Wilson, last week. I wanted to talk about Pastor Wilson again. Leave him alone. <laughs> yes, today is there is a meeting in the ladies' room. Ladies, ladies, ladies. When was the last time you fixed a woman's crown and didn't tell anyone that it was crooked? Ooh. Wow. When was the last time you built a woman up and helped her out and didn't go broadcast it and announce it, whether it be on social media, whether it was through the phone, whether it was through a group chat, when was the last time you just helped one of your own out, one of your lady friends, one of your girlfriends, one of your woman friends, helped her crown, fixed her crown, and didn't tell anyone that it was crooked? I'm challenging each and every lady that is listening to us, that is um, tuning in, um, whether it be through the Apple podcast, whether it be through Spotify, whether it be through all the other venues and channels we have going, um, just not only on Facebook, but we have other outlets where our podcast is playing. And I, I wholeheartedly um, want to tell you, A, that I love you and that I thank God for you. But B, with love comes open rebuke. Open rebuke is better than secret love. I'm calling out every lady who feels that when you fix someone else's crown, you have to announce that you did it. What does that mean, fix somebody else's crown? When one woman fixes another queen, from one queen to another queen, when we fix each other's crown because it's crooked, well, what does crooked mean? It means their crown is not on their straight. So what does that mean? That means that their game may be off, that Mm -hmm. their attitude may be not quite you know, royalty that that their conversation may not be up to parliament, mm. that their that their dress code may not be quite kingdom material, mm. whether whether or not she is operating in the full capacity of her kingdom ship does not. If I go and I fix your crown because it's crooked, whether it's how you're speaking, whether it's how you're conducting yourself, whether it's you're down and out and you don't have enough money to pay your car note, whether it's that you're down and out that you don't have enough money to buy groceries, whether it's that you're down and out that you don't know um, how to successfully keep relationships, whether it be with males, whether it be with other women, whatever it is, whatever that crookedness that you possess and I come and I fix it or I come and I help you with it. It's not my job to go and tell the other Queens that I helped you fix your crown. Right. So what does that mean? That means when you help another woman out, don't go running and telling everybody else that you helped them out. Real shit. Real shit. <laughs> that's what's up. But my, my, and I, I ask you, I would ask, are you woman enough to allow another woman to come fix your crown? Because in order for a queen to come fix another queen's crown or a prince's crown, she has to tell you about it. 
she has to conduct a conversation. She has to come tell you, not that it's broken, but that let me give you a jewel that'll help you. Let me drop a jewel on you. Hopefully you'll take that jewel and apply it to your crown. You know, there's a lot of young ladies out here that have been taught indirectly by other women to be close to allowing another woman to help her with her crown. Yeah. You you you, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you say to that? That's deep. Mm-hmm. Because we have to first un- undo the layer of what's happening to me is not about me. Okay. So then that that I can't just answer that off top because that's part of our identity. That's part of what we're told who we are. Mm-hmm. So you don't Yeah, I'm not going to be able to touch on that one. Right. Well, <laughs> not we, today. We're, we're definitely we going to have to do a show. We're going to have to do a show about that. But uh are you woman woman enough to allow another, another woman, woman to come and fix your crown? To come fix your crown. And if I do fix your crown as the person that fixed the crown, it is not my job and it is not my position to allow anyone else to know that your crown was even crooked. Mm. <laughs> you said something right there. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So Y'all take heed to that and remember that next time you're on the phone talking to your homegirl, texting, emailing, whatever. That part. Y'all know how y'all be doing out there <laughs> in these streets. That was a meeting in the ladies' room, Cousin Discuss Land. Yo, if y'all watching and listening last week, maybe you was... They got a little tense. Maybe y'all was listening on y'all way to work. You know, we on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify... Maybe you heard it. We did a show last week titled "Who Are You?" Yeah, we got a lot of feedback. From, yeah, we did. We, we we did. We got a lot of feedback from uh, this series. It became a series, and yeah. you know, those of you that follow us faithfully, that watch us faithfully, some of you watch us live faithfully, some of you play us back, and like as 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 Barry said, uh, you watch us uh, or you hear us on the way to work, on the way to school, right. on the way to just in the car, whatever. Um, but a lot of people want to go further into identity yes. and, um, we now are at part, what is it? Part two. It feels like a part three to me for some reason. <laughs> I, I feel like this is a part We ain't three. got there yet. Um, uh, but, uh, this is a part two. I'm really, um, sad that Mr. Jay Joyner could not be with us right. um, because he has some great insight, mm-hmm. um, into, Understanding your identity and understanding a man's position in his identity and how he cultivates that identity for the household, for the family. Right. And then that next legacy, that next seed, that next Mm -hmm. generation starts to then operate in that. Mm -hmm. So talking about that, what is passed down to you Mm. as part of your identity? Wow. And something that you never really had a say so in it. It just mm-hmm. was handed to you. It, right. it was just given to you. I don't think we look at that deeply enough. Uh, I think we just roll with it. Whatever was passed down to us through family, I just think we roll with it, even if we know it's wrong. You know, uh, I think when you become of age, a mature age, 
whatever that is for you, you really must analyze what was passed down to you. Is it prospering you in the world? Because if it's not, then you got to work on getting rid of that and really work on it. Not just say you're going to work on it, but really start to analyze what it is, what's the root of it, why. And if it's not helping you prosper, then you must get rid of that thing. Like, I mean, no family has a perfect structure, but there are some great, great families out here that had the pillars and the matriarchs and the patriarchs that was there that fortified and constructed and consolidated and conglomerized the family in a really beautiful fashion. Yeah. And um, that's great. So we, I can speak for, for black America. Um, I think that one of the things that affect us the most we pass down apathy. We pass down the lack of empathy. Apathy and empathy are two different things. I was in the mall a couple of weeks ago, and I heard a mother tell her son, boy, get your ass over here with your whack ass. Wow. Now, this was a mother talking to her son. The boy probably was... Seven, eight years old. And he looked at her like, you know, the the look just, it kind of broke my heart, you know, because I know what it's doing to him. And that's that, that is the beginning of black people not learning how to empathize with one another. Sympathy is when you see somebody and you understand their pain. Empathy is when you see somebody and you feel their pain. It's just like the homeless dude on the corner at the light. You pull up to the light, homeless dude asking for some money. You sympathize with them, but most people don't empathize with those people. They really don't. It does nothing to your heart when you see that dude on the corner. That's what black people do to each other. That's why uh, a piece of news that I that I didn't share was the young lady that was gunned down in Baltimore. She had a hair shop. Uh, she was 21 years old, had a degree, doing her thing, trying to come up. Black woman. Dude stole, some guy stole $3,000 worth of hair out of her beauty salon. She called the police on him, identified him, and because of that, she, they she, came back and shot her, killed her. She lost her life. Because she lost her life. And that was black on black crime. Yeah. So do black lives really matter? And I That's, read an article that said it's not until they matter to us first as a black community, as right. black America. It's not that until it matters to us first that any other race can then see that it does matter. Right. And that's and and Jay Joyner is very big on advocating for that. Right. Again, I'm so upset that he's not here. But that that's you know, they're going to use whatever excuse that we give them to go against us. So what we got to do is we got to band up. We have to have an agenda. First on the agenda is we got to stop killing each other. 
And we got to start empathizing with one another. If you empathize with another black person, you won't kill them. Because you're feeling their pain. You're feeling what they're going through. You're, it's like women. Uh, if a woman has a bad day, a lot of women will probably laugh at her, talk about her, ridicule her. This goes on in school, high school, college, and and now even in the workplace. Shit, y'all, 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 shit, y'all watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. What they do? That's Real Housewives of any city. That's that's, that's what they told. do. You would rather laugh and ridicule and talk about one another than to empathize with one another. And that's where it starts. It starts in childhood. It starts with we get indirectly told that we're not supposed to care about each other. Or especially for men, as, as, as a black male growing up in the hood or in the inner city, it's seen as cool or manly when you don't give a F about old boy feelings. It's... it's we so busy trying to be cool or be manly with being society hard. being hard, <clears throat> especially in my generation, you know, putting on that front of being hard was if you wasn't doing that, then you were soft. And if you were soft, then didn't nobody want to fool with you. You wasn't you wasn't a part of the in crowd. That was oh, my God, that was just such an error. And, and Just, so many people lost their lives. I want to open up the phone lines. I want to open up uh, the lines to uh, our listeners, to our viewers, um, those that are tuning in, like I said, through all of our plat platform outlets, whether it be Apple Podcasts, whether it be Spotify, tune in, Facebook Live. Um, I would like to hear from you um, where were some identity issues for you? What, what, you know, what did you come to a, a, as the Oprah says, as the aha moment? You know, this is not who I am. And I've been operating in under this identity. Mm -hmm. So going back to who are you? Whose are you? What, when did you have your aha moment of I've been, I've been operating under someone else's identity? This right. ain't even my identity. Right. This is not who I am. Right. And what what triggered that? What happened? What what made you see that different? What was it a was it a situation where you had it? Was it in prayer? Was it through on your way to like what mm -hmm. happened? What triggered for you to have that aha moment? Mm -hmm. And um our phone line is uh what is it? Four six nine four nine zero Five one seven zero. Again, that number is four six six nine four nine zero five one seven zero. Yep. And um, I'm I'm interested in hearing from 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 our viewers, from our people, um, as to what what is it for them? You know. Yeah. Well, while we wait on the caller, what was what was one of the things for you? What 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 did you come to the terms of? You know what? This is not who I am, um, and I need to change this. Growing up, I was told that I was supposed to dominate as many females as I could. You know, have as many girlfriends as possible, get as much ass as possible. Did you? Did you? Were you a hoe? I don't think I was. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I talked to a lot of girls on the phone, but I did not have sex with a whole bunch of girls. 
Especially compared to my counterparts that I was hanging around. Wow. Like, you know, I ain't never, you know, I ain't <laughs> never did, you know, it's a lot of stuff. I didn't do it. You know, I ain't never did the orgy. I ain't never did the train. I ain't never did the two girls at the same time. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never did none of that. And, and I was pressured into doing that, pressured into having, and I, and I realized, man, I, you know, I like being in a relationship with a girl, with one girl, just me and her, that's, that's and we bullshit. do our thing. That's bullshit. That's, that's what I like. That's what I like. I mean, and I, I was. When I met you, your phone was bling, uh, blowing up with other well, girls. Somebody wrote my phone number in the girls' bathroom. At, oh, do you hear this? At DeSoto, at DeSoto High <laughs> because School. Because of this podcast land. I, do you hear this? <laughs> You know, I, I I was the man in high school. You know, I ain't, it is what it is. But <laughs> that that. So what made you what made you say you can go ahead and answer my phone? Because you know, back in the day, ladies, if another girl answered the phone, <laughs> you called your dude, and another chick answered the phone, that that was that was the cue. You know that he was already with somebody spoken for. He you know he he really didn't want nothing else to do with you. I, I realized I didn't want to be that kind of guy, you know, and, and, and I also realized that, you know, I don't have to act hard to get respect from my male counterparts or my homeboys. And I hung the most, most of the guys I hung around, they was the same way. They wasn't into acting hard. You know, we, we was off into different things. We was off into music. We was off into girls. And rap, hip hop. Well, who doing wasn't hip hop, but you know, I ain't. I wasn't no robber, jacker, you know, killer. I wasn't doing all of that. But uh, all all of that pressure was around me to be like that. It's like the Carter boys, those boys that played football. Yeah, that's yeah. what acceptance. You know, being Ex- a part of man. being accepted. Um, they have a whole show, like a documentary mm-hmm. or a know, movie, a movie that came yeah. out. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where these boys were on their way to a successful life. Wow. But because of being cool and trying yeah. to, again, learn their it, identity yep. and trying not because because you don't know who you are. Right. You don't. If, if you, you don't know who you are, you don't know whose you are. You don't know what powers invested in you. Right. You you have no earthly idea. Right. How special and and just unique you are. Mm-hmm. Just because we all have our own fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Like we have our own DNA. Mm-hmm. We have our own fingerprints. Right. We have our own hair follicles. Right. Like. That's how unique each and every one of us are. But these guys, right. it's a prime example of where you can end up because you don't know mm-hmm. who you are. When you don't know who you are, you will go off into your closest environment and you're going to draw on whatever's around. If you like it, you're going to apply it. You're going to try to apply it to your style. You're going to try to apply it to your speech pattern. You're going to try to apply it to the way you dress. You're going to try to apply it to the way you talk. And if nobody around you is respecting people, honoring people, speaking to people in a respectful manner, showing love, showing empathy, if nobody around you is doing that, then you you can't draw on that. And there, there's one dude in that group that knew who he was and decided not to be with them, and that's Jesse Armstead. Jesse Armstead went to the NFL 
played for the Giants, played with Michael Strahan because he knew who he was and he knew where he was going. He didn't go to jail. Who was responsible for telling him who he was? Was it parenting? Was it the community? Like, you know, like there is some accountability somewhere. Here's the thing. If you're a parent, you got to notice some kids are just born with it. Some kids are just born knowing or some kids are just born with a determining instinct in them that I'm not going to do that. Some kids are not, you know, as for you, you were never boy crazy. No, but you were around people who were nobody told you not to be. Yeah. All my girlfriends were right. All my girls, you know, they were oohing and eyeing over every guy in school. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You wasn't hoeing around, Mm -mm. but your environment told you that that was what I was supposed to be doing. Right. So, especially in the Hispanic community, you know, we always want to be booted. <laughs> we want to be married at fifteen. You know, we want to have about eight kids by nineteen. You know, and that's success. You know, <laughs> man, y'all crazy. Y'all need to stop that. <laughs> y'all crazy for that. But you have to get your true identity from God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when people hear that, they say, "Well, how do I do that?" <laughs> You know, why, why didn't you go into that voice? Because they used because because I, they used to be me. You know, I'm like, you know, you hear preachers say that your true identity comes from God. How do I? How? How? Tell me how. Tell me exactly how to go to God and get that from Him. Oh my goodness! What you have to do? You got to read. You got to study great men. You got to study great women. Who were the great women and great men before you? Have you studied them? Have you read any books that they've written? So what you're saying is I have to go and I have to research and conduct some level of. Self-examination. Yeah. One part of your self-examination, one part uh, of the answers that you're going to get about yourself is your ancestry. Your family tree, the great people who came before you who are not a part of your family. You know, that's one way to figure out who who you are. What runs through your family? What? Mr. Russell chimed in and he said, we let TV raise our kids mm-hmm. because both parents are absent or working. We teach our men not to cry, which does not give them release. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is we're going to touch into that. But then yeah. he says, so they snap quickly instead of showing empathy for others. Right. Oh, my God. You and I just had this very conversation yeah. about mm-hmm. men not wanting their sons to cry mm-hmm. and and making statements like boy hush. Yeah. Boy, stop crying. Stop crying. Why do men do that? Because that's part Pass of down. It, that's because that's part of a young man's identity is right. I cannot be emotional. Right. And now you got this old hard ass, weak ass mm-hmm. man in a relationship mm-hmm. and he can't show his mm-hmm. girl or his woman any type of emotion right. or show her that he cares that mm-hmm. he loves her because that's being soft. A cultural societal definition of strong is Incorrect. What is the correct? The correct definition of strong is for a male to be able to cry. It's mm. for a male to be able to express how he's feeling 
to identify the root be that emotion a, to be able to diagnose it. We 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 got we've been told for so many years not to cry that we can't we don't even know how to diagnose what we really feel. And feeling. I think this is manhood across um, just yeah. across the world. Yeah, it's here. white, black, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, because even in our Asian. culture is you know, yeah. you do not cry. Right. The only time we're allowed to cry and that's why we really really were adamant about this is when we're drinking and we're listening to corridos and we're listening to norteñas. Real shit. <laughs> We'll, we'll cry over a bottle of tequila any night. Yeah, y'all get drunk. <laughs> it all cry. come out. It yeah. all come out. <laughs> That's the only time it's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah. But when men don't express their emotions, when men don't cry, it's other ways to express your emotions other than crying. But when men don't do that, it causes your blood pressure to go up. Mm. That's why a lot of black people got high blood pressure. A lot of black men. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that is why a lot of black men got high blood pressure. I don't know how accurate that statement is because it discusses like coupled <laughs> coupled with bad dieting. Okay, <laughs> maybe now you're maybe on to something. <laughs> coupled with bad dieting, but if you if you're a man and, and you have been told all your childhood not to cry, it calcifies your ability. To diagnose your true emotion. And nobody told us that we were going to need that when we got married. Ooh, you better say that. You, oh, you have into a relationship when a woman yeah. is emotional. You know, and a woman is an emotional being. We want to be told that we're beautiful. We want to be told right. that we're sexy. We want to be told that we're loved. We want to know what do you love about us. We want to hear what you love to see on us. We want to know what you love to 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 make. You know, mm -hmm. what do we do that you love? We right. Wanna, we want to know those things. And men don't know how to be men sensitive don't, in that area. Men don't know how to sense. When his woman is getting emotional, why she's emotional, men don't know how to be keen, be uh, proactive mm. to what's about to happen to his woman emotionally. Because you so calloused with your own emotions. Your emotions have been calloused. It's been shut up, closed in a box with a big lock on it. Yeah. Because we've been taught not to show it, not to have it open, not to be open emotionally. So when you get with a woman, you can't thrive emotionally with her. When you get married, you're going to have to be able to do that. You, you, It's not just talk or communication and then that transfers down to your son if you have a son right that transfers down to your daughter if you yeah. have a daughter in this relationship and that there goes part of the identity this mm -hmm. is what a man's mm -hmm. supposed to do mm -hmm. this is a man's identity right this is what a man looks like this is right. what he acts like right and this is acceptable and this is what a woman looks like mm -hmm. this is what she acts like and this is what's acceptable mm -hmm. and sometimes right. we're operating in error yeah the role models that we have before us are not necessarily right true True, but a person that wants to know their true identity will always find it. If you're seeking, knocking, and looking, you're you're gonna find it. Even if your mom and your dad, your mama wasn't there, you didn't have a good relationship with your mama, or you your daddy wasn't there. God will always he gonna send somebody 
to tell you about you. He's going to send somebody to point inside of what you are and say, that's you. Something is going to come to you that reveals to you who you are is going to happen. If you really want to know, and sometimes, it's going to happen. And sometimes the person that you clash the most with is a lot of you in them. Believe it or not. Or it's just the person that's pulling it out of you. Because it's there. Right. That's who you are. But if you can you learn from somebody that you clash with? Can you learn from somebody that you don't like? Mm. Can you learn from somebody that get on your nerves? Can you can you put that aside and truly learn from that person something? Right. We're supposed to be learning every day. And we're supposed to be learning as much as possible about ourselves and about our purpose. But if you're a lot of people get up every day to try to benefit themselves financially. You're supposed to wake up every day to benefit yourself financially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, and socially. Not just financially. We another just, day, another day. Yeah, we just get up and go to work. Or we just, it's the, it's the same routine. What, how many books have you read? How many times have you said, family, we're going to cut the TV off. We're going to do something different. What are you passing down to your kids? What have you learned about yourself? What What was the last thing you've learned here oh, recently about myself? Yeah, is 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 that I I have some deep rooted emotional issues that I've never dealt with, mm. and and it and has caused me. My my emotions, in, in a sense, have been calloused. I, I'm I'm one of the men that I was talking about. I, my my emo. So my my wife recently lost her father. But my emotion, my emotional state, was calloused. My emotional state is not healthy. So it made it difficult for me to be there for her emotionally. That that's that's what I've that's what I've learned. My emotional state has been calloused. So once I, you once you come to the consensus that you are flawed in an area, what do you do to move forward? I think that's one of the biggest things our listeners probably are asking is, okay, I know that I'm flawed. I know that I'm not perfect in this area. This is an area that I need to be better at or be better with. How do I move forward? What do I do to, to overcome in this area? Wherever you're flawed at, you need to listen to an audio book on that, or you need to read a book about it. You know, that's, that's it. So your, your way of, of dealing with it is, is gain knowledge about it's it. It's literature is to go to literature. How else see. are you going to gain knowledge about it? And okay. Beside waiting on somebody to come. Don't wait what for people to come tell you. What about counseling or therapy or maybe talking to uh, a, a person of confidence that, that you see is healthy in that area. You, you can to examine me, and you, you look at that man or you look at that woman and go, you know what? They appear to have it, 
have it together in this area. Not everybody has it together. I mm-hmm. mean, they can put a facade, of course, right. to have it all perfect. But in this area, I can genuinely tell that they have it together. To me, talking to a counselor or a therapist is releasing. You're releasing, mm-hmm. but you have to gain knowledge about that thing you're flawed in, and you have to absorb. You have to understand why it's you, happening. When you go to counseling or therapy, you're releasing more than you absorbing. You need to absorb. You you need to do both. Maybe you need to do both. You need to release and absorb. Most of us, we just release it. We'll scream. We'll get off into an argument. We'll cry. We'll realize, and then we'll move on. But never gaining the knowledge, never absorbing where we're flawed, why, how to fix it. Yeah. What do you got to release and absorb? That's what you got to do. So if you got a mentor, yeah, talk to them. Can you be mentored in that flawed area? Or do you think your flaw is something that you're supposed to stick with forever? Some people think that's, they just, sp- that's just who I am. Yeah. That's just how I that's am. That's just how I'm going to be. That's just, that's just me. I either deal with it or put up right. or shut up. Then that means you're not willing to grow. That means you have a spirit of unwillingness. You have a spirit of unwillingness. You're unwilling to grow in that area. When you tell if, if you if you've ever said that, then that's that's who you are. And you're walking around with flaws like they badges of honor. It's not a badge. <laughs> Your flaws are not badges of honor. It's not a trophy to carry I have a around. A whole bunch of badges. No. <laughs> that's that's not what we were called to do. And you just you just hindering yourself from having a beautiful life experience in that area. That's all you're doing. So it's twelve fifty. Yeah, and but what what do we what do we want to make sure that our listeners leave with? We're about to exit 2019. 2019 is about to come to a wrap. Mm-hmm. We're ending the year with the series of who are you? Mm-hmm. And how do you want people to go into 2020? Because now 2020 um, according to an optometrist, when you have 2020 vision, mm-hmm. the numbers 20 and 20 uh, tend to be uh, or may be considered perfect vision. Right. So when you have perfect vision or your vision is not impaired or affected in any way and you can see clearly what is in front of you or ahead of you or behind you or on the sides of you, mm-hmm. you're able to transform that information. Your eye gate allows your mind gate to operate. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that as I leave 2019, I'm, I'm challenging you to leave 2019 with perfect vision. Mm-hmm. So those things that we have been operating under, mm-hmm. those those curses, those generational curses, mm-hmm. those generation that generational will that whatever those that generational whatever that associates with you, I want you to look into that and see if it's truly who you are, if it's truly what you are. If it's truly part of whose you are, um, I serve the I serve a living God. 
you you may have a different of opinion. You may serve somebody differently. That's 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 neither here nor there. I am no one to put anybody in a heaven or a hell, but I know what works for me. I know that God is in the blessing business and I know that God has created me out of iron and I had to learn that for me, I am strong. I was feeling like I was going to not make it. I didn't know how to take the loss and I didn't know how to take the, the issues with my marriage and our marriage and, mm-hmm. and, and my family dynamic of my family and my mother being gone, my father now being gone. I feel like an orphan. I feel like an orphan in the spirit. I feel like an orphan in the real world. I, I feel like I don't have a place of, of belonging. Um, I don't have a place to call home. And so having to come to to that and being a woman and being a mother and being a wife and being an employee, being a sister, being a friend, I, I wear so many hats. I had to learn my identity. So I'm challenging each and every one of you to to do the same as we right. close this year out. Mm-hmm. And for you, what does that look like for you? Wow. Um, for me. It's um, knowing my identity. I know this about me. I am going down a road that has never been paved before. Mm. I am a trailblazer. I am going somewhere. I'm. I'm. I belong in a room where few people can enter. I'm not like everybody else. Um, and I know I have greatness in me. I know the God that I served, that I serve. And I'm constantly trying to get to know him better, which is being a struggle. Mm. Sometimes you feel like you know him well. And then there are times where... Like, wait a minute, what what's going on? What is this? What well, well, God? What you doing? What's what's going on? But I know I'm attracted to wisdom. I know I'm attracted to wealth, and I know that somewhere up in my ancestry there was a king. There was wealth. There was somebody of high high regard. I know that. And it's I, because you did research and you found out or you just you feel it. I feel it. Okay. I haven't done the research yet. But I'm I'm about to do the 23 and me thing. We we're going to do that. But I don't, want, I don't I don't know. I don't know about the 23 and me. Like I feel like I'm all over the place. Well, <laughs> it's good to know, but I I know that. And I know what can destroy me. Because, see, you got to ask yourself, what would the devil use to destroy you? Do you know what that is? What's your, what's, who are you in your home? Who are you in your life? Who are you in your family? Who are you supposed to be in the world? Who do people say you are? 
Right. You can believe one thing about, mm-hmm. you, you know, Maya Angelou says uh, people are very excited when they see you. Mm-hmm. It, it all determines whether they see you coming or they see you going. Right. So who do people say you are? Right. Because sometimes you're in denial. Right. So you, those are the things that we all have to know about ourselves. And, and I would say, you know, one thing I got to say is we have to watch what we influence kids with. You know, we're living in such a carefree society that we'll put anything in front of kids. We so selfish in that regard is we gonna do. I'm mean, we gonna do us. I'm gonna do me. I don't care. And there's kids watching. You know, however you feel about how what kind of lifestyle you want to live, you go ahead and live that lifestyle. I just we need to be careful what we're putting in front of children. Okay, and that's that's. Mr. Russell said, um, AfricanAncestry.com. Yeah. Yeah. So AfricanAncestry.com. Might want to shoot over there and, and get that done. It's important to know. It's, it's, it's to know what's in your bloodline and you need to know who you are and you need to know where you're going. Do you have direction? Do you have vision? That's for a woman and man. Yeah. What does your 2020 blueprint look like? What are you building? Mm-hmm. Are you building? Do you yeah. want to build? What, what do you want to build? What are you building? And where are you at in the building? And one thing I've learned in the building process is you can't be in the midst of laying the foundation and expect the roofer to show up. If you build in the house and you're laying the foundation, you can't get mad because the roofers haven't showed up. Or the plumbing or the electrical. Yeah, it's not time for them to show up. So when it comes to sub- Ooh, that's powerful. When it, so is yeah. it safe to say that there are seasons in your life where there are certain people of expertise that are supposed to show up? Yes. And when they show up, do you receive them or do you reject them? Right. The the gray saying For the goes. overall of your blueprint. That's correct. The gray saying goes. If you build it, they will come. But what I've learned is, and because it's it's a lot of people on social media talking about support. It's a lot of people on on social media crying about not being supported and black people don't support each other and this support, support, support me. And here's the thing. Here's what I've learned. If you're working on laying the foundation, you, you should expect a cement truck. You can't expect a plumber. You cannot expect a roofer. It's not time for them to show up. The electrician. It's not time for them to show up yet. Build up to that point, and then it's you have it within your right to expect the electrician to show up. Once you get the frame up, the 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 wood guy done showed up. Once you don't put the frame up, now you can expect the inst- the insulation guy to show up. Mm. Where are you at in your building phase? What are you building? Why are you building it? And where are you at? Be honest. And if you if you if you're a married couple and you're not building nothing, you just going to work every day and sleeping with each other, then y'all need to have a conversation. If you're not chasing nothing, you won't do nothing. You mm-hmm. you have to chase it, it the the person that's chasing the person in the horror movie, 
always seems to be moving faster. That's because they're chasing something. The person that's running from them always seems to move slower because they're not chasing anything. They're running from something. What are you chasing? What are you building? And you, you got to have a clear, defined answer. So, wow, that's what I got. JJ tuned in really quick and he's watching us mm-hmm. and he said he's building something big. Something big. <laughs> that is not a defined answer, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building something big. I love Jay. <laughs> so who should be showing up right now, Jay? Mr. Russell chimed in and he said, it's powerful to know where you come from. Then you can begin to... Call, 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 call. Answer phone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Cuss and Discuss Land. Who is on the phone? Hey, good folks. This is Jay. How are you? What's going on, man? Jay (laughs) Jordan. How you doing, sir? Everything is going good. I apologize for not being available today. It's been a, a rough day, but we're on our way now to watch some Cowboys uh, beat up on some Washington Redskins. Um, oh, so uh, I'm kind of singularly focused right now to go to go do that. Uh, got my little daughter here beside me, and I'm going to take some pictures. This girl looks cute as a button uh, right now with her Cowboy gear on. Aww. So, so so we are ready to go watch these Cowboys. Well, we, we We're t- going to watch Jason Garrett's last game. Yep. We, we, exactly, we, exactly, we, exactly. We have told you're live on the air and we've told Cuss and Discuss Land that now we look like liars oh. because we told Cuss and Discuss Land that you are out because of a, called, of a family <laughs> loss. And game. now you call and talk about you on your way to a damn cowboy game. <laughs> you know, I we we are live right now as we're no, airing no, this. No, listen, listen. Listen, listen, I, I, I did lose a family member. Uh, a, a first cousin of mine passed, and uh, I had family in from out of town uh, yesterday, and they just left, and we just finished up, and, and now I'm headed to the game. So, no, what you said was true. Okay, so just it's make true. sure, I'm just making sure just, that our listeners can hear this, and then they know that this no, this no, was in no, fact no. true. No, it, it is true. It is true. It is well, true. what, what do you give us? We're closing out 2019. This is the last podcast for 2019 right. for Cuss and Discuss Ooh. Land. And we want to hear your thoughts on what uh, part of who who are you and going into 2020 with your new identity. What what do you have for our listeners to, to what do you have to say to our listeners as we close out? The only thing I, I, I really heard and I kind of want to piggyback on it is. Uh, Barry talking about what are you building? Uh, men are builders. Uh, and if you don't have a blueprint, a plan to build something in your life and in the life of those that are in your circle, uh, your family in particular, then, then you need to regroup. Um, and and, and, and that really need, needs to be our focus for 2020. Stop thinking about ourselves and think about what can we build for our, 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 our circle, our family. Uh, the influence that we have in the lives of others. Mm. All right. I appreciate you calling in, Jay. We got to hang up on your ass now. Oh, so, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. How about the Cowboys? How about them boys? Bye. Bye, Jason. <laughs> Jason Gary going to get fired today. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all watching and listening. 
Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your your comments, your likes, your sharing of our page, um, sharing our page amongst your feed. Right. Thank you so much for showing us love in the words of the prophet is Cardi B. If it's all love, show me love then. Because it looked like you hating on it. Oh, okay. uh -oh. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go in there. I'm not going to go in. <laughs> <laughs>